Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Usually mention what situations you guys are working on. What do you guys think? Uh, first, second down, back with the pads. We're going to do uh, a nine on seven today, a uh, run drill. Um, so defense knows it's run, offense knows it's run. I think that's important for the guys at the line of scrimmage to compete at, at that, knowing that that's coming. What did you Daniel had a strong day yesterday. It seemed like the ball didn't touch the ground much. Um, yeah, you know, I think he's been doing good. You know, each day he's making progress, um, made good decisions, had a couple turnovers, which, again, one was a little slip on, on the skill guy on a timing route, and I thought the other one, Adore, he made a really good play, attacked the ball well. Uh, we always try to limit those the best we can, but I think he's making progress, decision-making, you know, trusting his reads, uh, still got a ways to go. How much, does, how much does a day like that, though, maybe help your offense? Like, the day, I, I know you, it goes back and forth, but to have yeah. that day where maybe things start yeah. clicking for them, is that beneficial well, I think in your that, mind? I think that when you go in a, a film room and you're, um, you know, you're the coordinator, you're a coach that's teaching guys, you try not to ride the waves of, you know, really play to play because there's a lot of good things that that happen um, you know the details of the play that that guys are doing well and I think you try to be as consistent as you can um, like whether it's a completion an incompletion you know why is it an incompletion you teach it why is it complete it could be a completion and still the play is not exactly how you need it to be done uh, the efficiency of it so like I try to just keep these guys as level-headed as we can find out what we got to fix you know, if something's good, let them know that it's good. Um, you know, we go out and there's six incompletions. Like, I don't really worry about that because there's a lot of different things that are going on within the play or the reason for it. Um, and conversely, if the ball doesn't hit the ground much, you know, that's fine. But there might be some things that, you know, you know, as a completion that we really need to get fixed or it'll cost us uh, as we get going. So be as consistent as we can as a coach and staff. Um, that's our approach. Coach, do you look at Daniel and say that he's becoming more comfortable taking some of the chances downfield? Uh, time will tell. You know, we, we certainly encourage that, um, particularly right now uh, in training camp and in the spring. Um, we we want to make the right decision, but I also think there's a, an element uh, mentally in a quarterback's head of you know, the fear of failure or making a mistake. I think everything is really risk reward when you're talking about plays for a quarterback. Like, is the you know risk worth the reward? Um, and if it is, let's go ahead. There's situations. There's 
you know, players you don't want to throw at. There's a lot of things that, that go into that. But um, you know, really what I want Dan to do is make the right play, um, make the right decision. And are there certain periods where we want to test the deep part of the field or see how the secondary covers? Sure. But you know, for the most part, we want to try to make a, a good decision with the football and go on to the next play. If that's a 60-yarder down the field, it's a 60-yarder. If it's a check to a run, check to a run. That's really what we're trying to get done with 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 Danny with all our quarterbacks. And then as a follow-up real quick, I sure. mean, is, is he making the, more and more of the right decisions to where he's not thinking as much? He's just on autopilot. Yeah, I think that's a question for him. He's the one back there holding. I think he's you know he's steadily improved since we got here. Um, it's learning a new, whole new language. It's not just for Daniel. It's any young quarterback or new quarterback in a new system. Um, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to handle. Um, so he's making progress, um, but we still we, we're we're, te- we're constantly teaching and we're evolving as to what we do. We're still we're trying to figure out what we do well too, um, what our pieces are, the routes that are good. You know, there might be you know a certain route concept that we ran yesterday where after we tried it three or four times, I'm telling Kafka like let's just move on from that play, but we need to practice it to see if that's something that we're good at. Um, and I think the quarterback has to have some input on that as well. So he's, he's making improvement each day. Friday, on, Friday, on Friday night, are you going to go offense against defense or split the money? <clears throat> no, so we're still, I don't want to give you a, a definite answer because there's still communication going on in that regard. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. They all should be, right now the way I have it is we'll all be on the same sideline. Um, some of the coach, not some, the coaches that will be upstairs in the box for the first preseason game will go upstairs in the box after we have like a 12, 10 to 12 minute special teams, get everybody organized. And then we'll go out there and we'll, you know, we'll compete against each other. Exactly how we're going to do that. Um, you know, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Just see what happens here out at practice today. A couple of your receivers have mentioned they like that th- there's room in this offense to make the route their own. It's not pen to paper. I'm curious, how does that happen? Because it can't be backyard football where, like, I'm going to run a slant, you think I'm going to run a curl. And yeah, it's not like six. that. There, no, no, exactly. Um, I mean, each play, there's obviously different route concepts, combinations. Um, you know, some adjustments are, are standard adjustments. You know, I'd say most teams do them. You know, other routes that we have, they're, you know, you can do a lot of different things, but that's the communication that the quarterback, the receiver, even the tight ends, even the backs with, with Saquon and, and Matt, um, they have to be on the same page. Like the body language for a receiver, or let's just call it a skill player, is really critical for a quarterback. You know, you're back there, and again, sometimes it's just a timing route where you're taking five steps, no hitch, and letting it rip. Um, some other times where there's wiggle room. The skill player really has a responsibility to see it like the quarterback. So the quarterback's vision is like this. Sometimes the skills vision is like this. So that's a you know it's a work in progress um, with the guys that we have, making sure that <clears throat> they're doing things the way the quarterback sees it and the quarterback sees. It. And that's why the communication in the meeting room is so important. You know, there's a, there's a lot of communication, and I encourage that between the, those are the ones throwing it and catching it. Um, but it's not like you know he's supposed to run an in cut and the guy just runs a flat. We we don't do that. So it's post huddle, pre snap, like when guys are actually in their spot. It's based on where it's pre and post. You know you got to get a look at what the defense is doing and you know some defenses disguise a lot, some others don't. Um, 
is it man? Is it zone? Is I mean, there's a lot of things. That's why, you know, we I keep saying we place a premium on intelligent players, um, and you got to be smart as a receiver in our offense. Are you having the coaches, the, uh, the coordinators, I should say, upstairs or on the field with you? So on third was it Friday? Mm -hmm. So on Friday, both of them will be um, downstairs, um, and then the first game. Again, still haven't made a, an ultimate decision. We'll see, how, we'll see how Friday goes, but that's how it'll be on Friday. Brian, how much are you actually just looking forward to that first experience in the stadium? You know, with the yeah, fans on I Friday? think it's awesome. Um, I think it's you know, again, the more fans you have, the more juice you get as a player and as a coach. And I think it's good. It's the next step. You know, it's spring ball is obviously a lot different than training camp. You know, you have the fans out here. There's energy. There's a lot of people watching. You know, you try not to let the outside affect, you know, your performance. You try to concentrate on your job, but everybody's human. Um, so the more people there are, there's there's added pressure at times for certain players, and other times they can handle it. So I think it's just another another step in getting ready for our preseason game. Right. Was there any more? We've seen uh, Josh take snaps left guard, left tackle, yeah. even right tackle. Yeah. Saw. Is there a situation where he could be the backup at all four spots um, in the center, or do you want to have a swing tackle and an interior? No, there's there's a situation. I mean, if he's the best guy for, for us, the next best guy to go in, you know, usually what you try to do, and it's not always the case when you're talking about really any position, but the offensive line is, most offensive line coaches like a one for one. Like if one guy goes down, the next guy goes in. Instead of moving two people, sometimes you have to do that based on, you know, who you have. Uh, but he's done a good job, and that's hard for he's a rookie. So again, I think, you know, I credit Joe and and the scouting staff for really diving into these guys in terms of you know how they learn and the ability to learn multiple things, because you know whether you're, we put a lot on them. I'd say we put a lot on all the rookies. But that's how we're going to do it. Do you have a Feliciano update? Like he'll be, uh, he'll be out there. Full go today. Yep. Is he? Over we'll probably we'll probably manage him. Just you know we'll give him. It's going to be a hot one today, but he'll he'll be he'll he's out there ready to practice. So it was an overheating dehydration. Situation. Yeah, he's he's good to go. Okay. Last one. Putting aside the the fundamentals of the game that you have to teach, just sure. given this team struggles in recent years, do you feel like more than anything else you have to teach <coughs> some of these players just how to win? And if so, how do you go about doing that? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Um, it's definitely, I've definitely thought about it. I think you naturally think about it. You, you want to try to win. Uh, if you're a competitor, you want to win in everything you do. Um, so you try to, in these situations, Ian, practice, you try to create as competitive environment as you can, whether that's in the cafeteria, uh, at the walkthrough, in the locker room, uh, Everything's about competition. Um, I mean, if, if you love this sport or you, lo you love to compete, you should love to compete. Um, you should try to do everything you can to try to win. Um, knowing that that's, again, it's hard, right? You're talking about we're committed to a process of trying to improve and do things a certain way. And sometimes the results aren't going to be exactly what you want right away. But you have to stay committed to what you believe in and keep improving them all but being talking about competition and, and creating that type of competition. I think it's players and coaches that you bring into and, and the culture you're trying to create. Um, it's hard nowadays, you know, it was hard 20 years ago when I was doing it to not let the results affect the process. Uh, so we're, we're strong in our belief in trying to do things the right way and uh, keep improving that area, competing. And, you know, you hope that, you know, the better you do, the more you compete, 
the more detailed you are, that the results come with it. This is the first time you're trying to do that as a head coach. Sure. Is that the hardest part of your job so far? Um, trying to install that culture. Yeah, that's another good question. I, I mean, it's, I, I don't know if it's the hardest. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that come across my desk the last, let's just call it a few months that, um, you know, I ask for a lot of opinions, not just from my staff, but from people that have done it in the past. Um, you know, humble, don't have all the answers, uh, doing the best job you can and creating a culture that you see for your team is, you know, you got to give it sun and water every day. Uh, it just doesn't stay the same. You have to stay on top of it. The values that you believe in, uh, you have to commit to those and you have to find different ways to express those and, and show them good examples of, of what they're doing. Uh, not just the players, but the coaches, the staff. Uh, you have to be a good communicator, but it's, you know, there's certainly, there's certainly a big part of it, um, you know, that I've been trying to work on the best I can and it, you know, it takes time. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.